Luis, thank you so much for joining me. Um, man, maybe the best place to start, do you want to kind of, you know, dive a little deeper into like your journey, your story, and like how you kind of got to where you are today? Yeah, of course. Uh, first of all, thanks for having me. So um, I'm 23 years old. I discovered uh, like the entrepreneurship side of Twitter when I was 20. I think I was in college. I won a scholarship to study um, uh, computer science. So uh, I was in college one day and then I got my first job. Uh, and I just realized that it wasn't for me. You know, I, I realized that Yes, it pays good because it's it's tech, but I didn't like the idea of working for someone else. So um, fortunately, I found out about this side of Twitter. Actually, J.K. Molina got me into it. I'm friends with him here in my country. So um, I I just read a bunch of tweets and I got really inspired. But I was in this area where I was trying to find out what I wanted to do or how how I could make money, right? So I came across Dan Co, which is an entrepreneur here on Twitter too. And uh, I realized he was making uh, websites and landing pages for people. And, and I saw one tweet where he said something like he charged 2K to 3K for one website, which is in my country, it's like life-changing money, right? It, people uh, with 45 years of experience do something like that. Um, and a guy, a 23 year old guy, I don't know, I don't know how old is Dan, but he was making that with one website. So I bought his course. I started studying uh, website design and copywriting. Uh, it was like six months, something like that, before I made my first dollar. And then I just started pitching uh, websites to people. Um, at first, they, they were websites because I, I didn't know the power that landing pages have. Uh, and I was just focusing on doing something that looked better than what they currently have, right? Um, I got a few clients, got a few testimonials, and then I created a landing page for JK for one of his products. And that landing page uh, ended up selling $80,000 in a week. Wow. So that was like my big uh project right he i posted a thread he retweeted it that thread caught on fire and i got a lot of people trying to to hire me for my services to improve their landing pages to sell more, sell more info products and stuff like that so after that it was just answering messages and then closing deals and then um, delivering for clients and i've been perfecting my uh, craft if I may say it that way, uh, over these years, I now have someone who does the copy for me so I can focus on the design, which is the part that I like the most. Uh, and sometimes I do it myself, but it's it's just a matter of optimizing the business, right? So I'm at this stage where I have, uh, I, I'm just finding more clients and more clients and more clients to grow the business, the agency or the freelance business that I have um so that's where i'm at it's been a span of over two or three years more or less um but it, it has been great man it, it's it's i have no complaints it's obviously tougher than working a job i think in some in some aspects because you have a lot of responsibility a lot of work to do a lot of things that you need to to take care of a lot of things that you need to learn but the reward is especially for someone who lives in a third world country 
it's it's pretty good, right? Because everything that you earn in dollars translates to a lot of money in your currency. So that's even better, right? Um, yeah, well, yeah, I, that's that's where I come from. Yeah. No, amazing, man. I, I want to talk more about like you know, obviously Guatemala being a third world country and you going up there. Like, how did making money on the internet like change your life? Dude, it, it has been amazing. And here's the thing: here in Guatemala, what you expect to earn when you go when you uh finish college it's something like a thousand dollars a month if you're doing well and that for us it's like making a lot of money right people look up to you because you're making a lot of money um but i have a big family so we have this culture here of helping out your family once you're out of the house right so it has helped me a lot in terms of uh helping them and my brothers and sisters and, and my parents uh live a more comfortable life and helping people whenever they need it right um for me it has definitely affected the way i see money i think because I, previously it was like eight hours of my time were worth i don't know man like 20 dollars or something like that um but now it's it's crazy because i i decide how much time i invest and usually what whatever time i invest it's multiplied by 10 times what I would have earned working a job. So it has been amazing. I, I'm really thankful for with life for, for bringing me to this side of Twitter and, and let me connect with so many people who are in the same goal of improving themselves and making money along the way, right? Yeah, man, it's it's great to hear that. Like, it's crazy how, you know, Twitter and the internet like open up so many opportunities, especially, you know, for countries that wouldn't necessarily be you know, doing that normally and like, you know, like out of curiosity, do you feel like it's more difficult to start and build something, you know, when you're based in a third world country? Um, to be honest, I think, well, it depends because I do think it's a little bit easier because your, your living costs are lower, right? Mm. So rent in, in New York City, it's, I don't know, like 2K a month. Whereas here it's like $300 a month. So you don't have to worry that much about the, the initial price. The problem is when you're starting, if you don't have any money, you need to sacrifice a, a couple of things because for you, I mean, for someone in a third world country, $200 to start a business. And I mean, uh, a website builder, you buy a course for $100 and you buy domains to email people and email software, that's like 200 bucks. Um, it's it's considerable money, right? It's like half of your rent, more or less. So what I had to do was actually um, downgrade my living costs a little bit. So I didn't go out for a month, for a couple of months. I I ate in in my home. Um, I tried to go in this monk mode so that I could save money to buy the courses that I needed to buy the software that I needed, to buy anything that I, I could use to start my business, right? So in that sense, it's a little bit more difficult because the, the starting costs are higher in comparison to someone from the U.S. or from outside uh, the U.S., but like in a first world country. Um, but it's easier because you literally have no competition. There's, I don't know, like 10 people who are doing the same thing that you are doing in a third world country. Uh, because so many, so, so few people talk English. That's the problem that very few people talk English here. So um, 
definitely the competition is less, but it's a little bit more difficult in terms of the cost. But if you manage to cover cover those costs, it's all good, right? Right. No, interesting, man. Interesting. And like, I know you mentioned like had a bunch of different courses and maybe mentors and stuff. Like, what would you say is the best investment that you've ever made? Uh, to be completely fair, the the best investment wasn't even an investment. It was free knowledge, you know. Uh, a lot of places are filled with with free knowledge. YouTube is where I started. Actually, I I uh, watched a bunch of YouTube videos, um, read a lot of blog posts, a lot of tweets, a lot of Instagram reels, and all that kind of stuff. But I think um, I bought Tech Doza's course, which is um, six figure promotions. Uh, that's really good for copywriting. Obviously, the 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 classic books, you know, Gary Halbert's books, um, the Adweer, Adweer Copywriting Handbook, all those uh, copywriting books that people recommend are are the basic ones because, you know, they're the basic one for, for a reason, right? Um, so I, I think those things like those books themselves, and obviously the software that you need because you can go the free way, you can spend less money in a domain, you can spend less money in a website builder, but... You have to spend, uh, for example, in a WordPress membership or in a or in a Google domains uh, domain because that's I mean that difference between a couple dollars it's the difference between spending ten times trying to figure out ten hours trying to figure out something or just emailing uh, support right so I guess those those would be the ones. Yeah, no, interesting, man. And like, obviously, you know, every bit of information we could ever want is realistically out there on like YouTube, Twitter. Like, why do you think that you were able to actually go ahead and make it work for you and all those people who, you know, just stuck still watching the same YouTube videos? Like, why do you think you were able to make it happen? And like most people that kind of consume the same stuff, you know, didn't. I think it's just that... Most of the time, you're not doing enough, right? But people who who don't actually, and I don't consider myself someone who has achieved way too much in life. But people who never like really catch up to to people who are making a lot of money, it's because they're just not doing enough. It's just like uh, they're tired from work or something, and they have a couple of spare times of spare hours, and they say, "I'm just gonna go ahead and watch a movie or something like that." Whereas what I did in, in that time, I was uh, up late night uh, trying to consume more content, to practice more, to build more websites and all that kind of stuff. So it's it's not a lack of motivation. It's not a lack of knowledge. It's not a lack of intelligence. It's more a lack of doing things up, like adding things or meaningful things that you're doing to build the foundation to what you want to achieve, right? So I guess those who do more and 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 you know like uh put more effort into it are the ones who actually get their rewards because most people want to get their rewards but they don't put in the work and that's just it just doesn't add up you know what i mean correct yeah most people they just don't do the work right it's it's pretty simple like and it's a good point because i think as well most people drastically underestimate the amount that they have to do in order to succeed they think oh yeah i'm doing enough and it's like i'm doing something it's not working Seriously, it's just like the fact that they're not pushing those limits like at all, um, which is, you know, definitely not uncommon. But um, like, I'm yeah, just curious. And, like, and, 
Sorry. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, okay. So the only thing that I wanted to add is uh, that most people also consider themselves unable to do things where there, there are people who are less, um, who have less capacity than, than them. And they're making more money just because they've been at it longer, just because they're, they haven't given up, you know, so they're not smarter. They, they're, don't have privileges they are not so different than you but they just did put in the work right so that's what most people should do they, they should think these guys are not smarter than me these guys are not more capable than me they just had more time so if i by that logic right if i keep going i will be soon where they are right maybe not soon but at some point i'm going to be where people that i look up to are in life right now right yeah no 100 percent, man 100 percent um, and Luis, I'm I'm curious. Like, do you remember the the moment that you made your first like sale online? Yeah, I actually do. Um, I sold the Describe land. Describe the page. feeling. Yeah, it, it was amazing. Uh, there was this guy Robbie who was selling a um, sales calls group. So he he taught people how to do sales calls and and stuff. And I saw his landing page, and it was horrible. It was it was like really bad because he he was a great salesman he was he sold like a million dollars or something like that but he wasn't good at design it wasn't his deal you know so i reached out to him and i told him listen i created a landing page for you so i did the landing page beforehand i created this landing page for you and uh i want to sell it to you so buy it for me and if it doesn't work if it doesn't improve your commissions i give you your money back and no questions asked right and uh, I honestly threw that message and I was like, maybe he's not going to answer. Um, he's like a big name here on Twitter. I don't think he's even going to consider this. But I know that if he does, the landing page is going to convert better. So he has an incentive, right? And he has a guarantee that if, I mean, he doesn't, he can't lose anything because either it works or I give him her, his money back, right? So uh, then I saw the message and he said, okay, that sounds good. That was all he, he wrote. And uh, I, it felt unreal because he said, he told me to send um, a PayPal link so he could pay. And I was like, okay, what's your email, right? And um, yeah, he, he gave me his email and uh, then I just heard the notification from PayPal and it was uh, $500. And it was crazy. I really don't know how to explain it because in that time I was making that every two months. So I was making $250 a month and I made my two month salary in, I don't know, like four hours or something, which was what took me to build a page. So it was crazy. And it really opened my world to what was possible. Right. It was like, okay, if he paid this for a landing page, which took me four hours to make, and it wasn't that big of a deal, um, how many, how much could people pay for something that makes them twice as much as they are doing right now, right? So it was crazy, and it, it definitely helped me see money and things in business in a different lens to, to what I had previously. Right. Yeah. And like, I, I love that, man. That's a great, that is a great story. And so a couple of questions on that. Firstly, like, you know, besides that stuff you mentioned, like 
what changed after that? Did you have more like belief, more confidence? Like, was it just like that proof of concept? Like, was there anything specifically that changed for you after that sale? Yeah, sure. So uh, the first thing was the proof of concept. I was like, okay, this works. I can repeat this message to X amount of people. And if Y amount of people answer, I still have a couple of sales, right? And it didn't matter if I sent a thousand DMs because if I sent a thousand DMs and only a hundred answered and just five of them bought for me, it was still like 2.5K, right? At that time. So it was like, it was crazy money for someone like me. Um, so the first thing was the proof of concept that it worked. And then it was the lesson that every, like there is for any kind of service that you're selling, there's someone out there who needs it. It doesn't matter what you're selling. Most of the time, it doesn't matter what you're selling, but there's some always someone who's going to need a copywriter, who's going to need a landing page, who's going to need an opt-in page, or who's going to need, I don't know, social media management or whatever. So it was this this change of perception of how much or how bad people need what you're offering, right? And that right. you don't really have to be an expert to sell to people. You do have to know your stuff. I, I do think that's that's something that you you have to do because it doesn't matter. Like it, it makes no sense if you're selling something that doesn't work. Um, you do have to know what you're doing and you do have to have some certainty that what you're doing works, but you don't have to be an expert or the best in the game to sell to people. That's what most people get wrong. And some people DM me and tell me, listen, I'm not as good as you at designing landing pages. I'm not, a, my landing pages don't convert as good as yours. And it's like, dude, you've been in this for four months. I've been in this for three years. I say the same thing to people on Twitter who have been four years in the business, eight years in the business, and I see their conversion rates and they're just like crazy. And I'm like, okay, I'm not there yet, but I can be there sometime later, right? So those are the things that it taught me um, to make my first sale online. That's amazing, man. That's amazing. And, you know, kind of specifically to what you do now, like what, I guess, what what's like the biggest mistake you see people make when it comes to their their landing pages? Uh, well, there are many, but I guess the first one that you catch as someone who has experience building landing pages, it's their headline. So the headline is like 80% of your copy of your landing page, your email, whatever piece of marketing that you're uh, creating, your headline is like 80% of it. If people don't read your headline, they're not going to read the rest of your copy, right? So you need to put enough attention to the headline so that it's impossible not to uh, catch or not to grasp and then it's you have to make it impossible not to keep reading for your readers right mm -hmm. um so most people what they do is they just put the name of their product it's like uh i don't know like a twitter monetization cohort and it's like yeah that works that that describes what you're selling but is it really interesting that does people really want to do, do people really want to uh scroll down your page Whereas if you put something like, here's how to go to zero to 10K a month on Twitter organically, that's more interesting, right? You have numbers, you have a tool, you have a name like Twitter, which is uh, recognized instantly. You have uh, a time frame because you know 
how much time it will take. So that's interesting. And as a reader, this takes me from, a, I click the page to, okay, this interests me. So I'm going to scroll down on the page. And uh, I think people are just not paying enough attention to their headline. So that's the main thing that they could fix that could definitely improve their conversions or at least their, their time spent on page or whatever. Yeah, man, definitely. Conversion, I mean, the headline is, hands down the most important part. That's kind of what I expected. But, yeah. you know, Luis, like what what would you say, like if you could give like one sentence piece of advice to someone who's, you know, trying to start out as an entrepreneur, like from your own unique experiences, what would you say that one sentence would be? I think maybe just do more. Just keep doing more every single time, all the time. If you already have clients, just do more for them. Keep them please do give them like bonuses and stuff. If you don't have clients and you're doing outreach to get your first client, if you sent a hundred DMs, just do more. If you can send a thousand DMs, just do more. Obviously don't do it the same way if it's not working, but you can do more by changing the way that you're reaching out to people. Um, if you still haven't managed to find out what you want to sell or what you want to do in your business, just keep learning, keep investigating, keep uh, asking people what you can do and, and trying things to find out what you want. So essentially just do more than what you're doing right now, regardless amazing, of man. what that is, right? Yeah, amazing. That's great advice. And Luis, where, where can people find you? Uh, yeah, so I'm Luis DeWiss uh, on Twitter. It's L-U-I-S-T-H-E-W-I-T. Um, and uh, right now I'm just on Twitter, but I'm planning to expand to go to TikTok and Instagram. Um, but yeah, check, check my profile and you'll find a lot of useful tweets and threads there uh, regarding your, uh, conversion rates and landing pages and stuff. Awesome. Uh, thanks, man. Appreciate it.